0: Hello, and welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things, a podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for and the history and stories behind them. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get going. I have a scar on my right arm that is a little bit over an inch long and came from a biopsy a few years back. The biopsy was checking for skin cancer and came back looking like it might one day think about growing up to be cancer, like maybe when it was a little skin cell in kindergarten, it listed it as a possible future job. Regardless, it resulted in taking a rather large chunk out of my arm. Whenever people ask me about the story behind the scar, they come away rather disappointed. It's not a very exciting story. So later I came up with a few other options. For one example, I'll share that I got the scar while fighting in Sharknado with a blender. That's actually really the only story that I've come up with so far. I'm taking suggestions though, if anybody else has something like super duper exciting. It looks a little bit like a centipede. And so I have named it P. Melly because that is as close to cool as I will ever get. And it stands for pre-melanoma, AKA pre-cancerous. I find that many of our scars have stories, whether they are emotional or physical scars. Often they are a testimony to something difficult that we've overcome in our lives. Sometimes they're the result of a stupid, albeit funny choice. For example, I have a different scar shaped a little bit like a star from one time when I was biking as a child and decided that it would be one, physically possible, and two, an excellent feat to accomplish to try and touch the front tire of my bike to the back tire of my bike while riding it. This failed. (laughs) It failed rather miserably. I mean, like, I technically touched the front tire of my bike to the back tire of my bike. That technically happened, Um, but it resulted in me face planting into the gravel of our road and, like, swollen face, swollen lip, wept, looked like a pirate. I don't know why I think pirates look very swollen. I think it's the swollen eye, so I guess I imagine wearing an eye patch afterwards. So, not like a pirate in that pirates are just essentially swollen, just like a pirate in the sense that, like, I probably needed an eye patch, which isn't always piratey. I take it back. No pirates were involved in this. (laughs) So I just looked very, very eaten up by the ground. Very swollen, very hurt. And then a few years later, a bump surfaced on my collarbone and we went to the doctor and they took it out and it was a rock. From that time that my face had smashed into the gravel and apparently it had traveled from i guess my mouth like and wherever it entered from my face to my sternum and just popped out and now i have a star shaped scar from when i tried to touch the front of my tire to the back of my tire it is not an advisable choice (laughs) i don't advise it (laughs) sometimes our scars tell stories of amazing courage and resilience and sometimes they talk about our choices or the choices of others and the amazing fact that we are still here even when life is incredibly hard. So in honor of all the stories behind our scars, let's take a moment for gratitude for the witness to both our pain and our triumphs. Scars. First off, let's define a scar. A scar is a mark left on your body from a wound. It is a sign of healing. There are a couple different types of scars. There are fine line scars, those that disappear, those that dip into the skin, and those that keloid, or stick out from the skin, from a buildup of tissue. Fine line scars are scars that build up a little bit, but fade and flatten, although there will always be some evidence of the scar. It usually takes about two years for this type of scar to flatten out. A keloid scar can sometimes create a bit of tension or can even make it more difficult to move if it's around a joint in your body. Keloid scars form from an excessive buildup of collagen, these are bigger and sometimes a different color from their surrounding skin. These scars can sometimes keep growing after the wound has healed and get bigger. Hypertrophic scars are similar to keloid scars and are made up from a buildup of collagen, but they do not get bigger than the original wound. These scars can improve over the years. Pitted scars, also sometimes called ice pick scars, are sunken scars, which can result from an injury in which there was a loss of fat under the wound. And then there are scar contractures, which create a tightness of the skin or shrinkage of the skin, which can often come from burns. Scars form when our skin is damaged and the tissue breaks. The body sends collagen to help not only heal the area, but also to strengthen it. Collagen and increased blood supply to the wound continue for a couple months, which can increase the bumpy appearance of a scar. Over time, the blood supply will ease off and some of the collagen will break down, allowing the scar to flatten out a little bit more. The scar can flatten and fade, or become smoother and softer for about two years. It is not typically as likely that they will fade after the two-year period. As far as treating scars go, there are some ways to help, although not entirely, get rid of scars. A few treatments include silicon gel, makeup, pressure wrapping, or sometimes steroids. Skin creams and vitamin E is also often used, although there's not really any medical backup for this treatment, it is still recommended by the NHS. While scars can be a testament to overcoming something difficult, sometimes having a scar can be difficult in and of itself. The NHS website identifies facial scarring as a circumstance that can be particularly difficult and even lead to depression. The website has tools to help improve self-esteem. So while scarring can be dressed with flowery words of strength and a testament to resilience, it can also just be plain hard, and there can be complications. It can interrupt our regular lives, it can change our appearance, lead to depression, self-doubt, or low self-esteem, or not even recognizing ourselves. So, can we still be grateful for scars? For the process of our body healing itself and saving us from wounds, I would say yes. That's an amazing marvel of the body. And for the difficulty that can come after scarring, that may be harder to say. In this case, however, we have amazing examples around us that we can draw from, of people who have shared their journeys with scars. I'd like to reference just one at the moment. The first story that I came across of someone with not just physical, but amazing mental resilience is the story of Stephanie Nelson. Stephanie Nelson has a blog where you can learn more about her story at nie-dialogues.com. It's like N-I-E-N-I-E, like she spells Nelson. Stephanie and her husband went out for a flight together in Arizona in 2008 when they ran into trouble and the plane crashed. Both escaped the wreckage with serious burns, and for Stephanie, it was incredibly serious with about 80% of her body burned. Stephanie chronicles her journey from losing her sense of who she was to health, recovery, and coming to terms with her scarring in her book, Heaven is Here, and talks about reclaiming the joy in her life, the beauty, and the small moments as she describes it, her, quote, spirit tapping her heart, close quote. Learning to redefine yourself in new ways. Scarring can be hard, and it is definitely the evidence of having experienced something very difficult. And while it is not easy to recover, perhaps it can point us to the beauty in our lives. Aside from the miracle of the body that heals itself and does its best to keep us going, keep us mobile, keep us safe and protected, perhaps slowing down when we are scarred, both emotionally, mentally, and physically, can help us see new beauties or even redefine them in ways that we hadn't before. So, for the witness of having overcome something difficult, for the miracle of a body that wants to keep me going and does its best to heal, and for the wisdom and empathy that suffering and rediscovering beauty can bring, I am grateful for the things that remind me that I am defined by more than just the tangible, and what is essentially me is intangible, whether or not it requires going through Sharknado first. There are so many wonderful stories of resilience with scarring, And honestly, the sources at the NHS are excellent research, and I'm sure that we have some on this side of the pond as well. And although it might be naive to romanticize it this much, I still believe that it's a beautiful testament to a person's strength, to their heart, and ultimately to the beauty of who they are beyond circumstances. And hopefully we can remember that as we deal carefully and kindly with each other's scars, be they physical, mental, or emotional. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care.